1: Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian.
3: Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is v Live Bet Tonight with Femi Ababafe and Wes Reynolds on v the sports betting network.
4: It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the v studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is v Live bet tonight. Femi of alongside Wes Reynolds. And we're here, and it's a live betting extravaganza, where if you don't have any bets in game right now, we're going to try to find you some action here as we watch Monday Night Football between the Seattle Seahawks and the Denver Broncos. Right now, that game sitting over at DraftKings is the Seahawks favored by one, Wes, mm-hmm. and the total sitting at 43.5. At what point do we get involved? I know you have a little pre-flop bet. For the folks who don't have any pre-flop bets, what point do you get involved with Seattle as they have a four point lead and deep into the Denver? Territory?
5: Yeah, I'm already involved with Seattle. I got to seven when it popped, and you know didn't want to take less than that. That's basically what I was waiting for uh, six and a mm-hmm. half and one of the contests. But would wait to see Denver if they could get you know above above three or so, and then I might be interested. But Seattle certainly the most dis- the more disciplined team at least early on. Five uh, penalty, sixty one yards for Denver. I think. I think Russ clearly is amped up to go play. And I think the Mm -hmm. booze that he received up there from the 12th man up there, up there at uh, Seattle, uh, Maybe inspired him a little bit early, and now uh, Seattle has become the favorite at DraftKings minus one, minus a dollar five, so even money on the money line. Broncos still the favorite if you want to lay the money line at minus one thirty forty three and a half. Uh, another p- flag on the play. Crew's been busy at least early on it, which is right. not. We don't want to see that.
4: No, they, I mean, what is it, Cleet Blakeman? Get, yeah, get, get him out of here.
5: I God. didn't. Nobody I didn't think the that. officials really yesterday in the first full Sunday slate really no. did all that much. Well, because, they're making because, up for lost time. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Yeah, they are for the primetime game, but I thought by and large the officials stayed out of the way, which mm. I want that I want all the officials in the in the league to be Bill Vinovich basically and call the least amount of penalties and compete for that title, not necessarily calling the most. That is going to be a legal contact though and we mentioned that that is going to be not a point of emphasis, a point of clarification as the league is uh calling it this year. So uh you didn't really see it play out, though. You didn't see a lot of the totals go over yesterday. I think it was 10 of 15 so far, including the Thursday night game, went under the total. So I think that's more of a byproduct, though, of just a lot of these guys not having reps. A lot of these first-team guys sitting in the preseason, especially the quarterbacks, including one Russell Wilson for the Denver Broncos. And then that means the offensive line, it's going to take time for these guys. And I think you're seeing that. Even some good offensive lines, looked a little shaky, at least early out of the gate.
4: Yeah, I am sweating Broncos laying three-and-a-half and a half pre-flop, and I bet this way back on May 12th when the schedule came out because I thought there was going to be a good look here for Denver. Clearly, the situation has uh, been mm-hmm. a little bit much for them so far, but the m- number moved in my favor all throughout the offseason, so I'm feeling good at where I'm at right now as we sit right here. Uh, but also, quick to update, Jamal Adams getting carted off in this game, so uh, we'll see what the status is for Jamal Adams, but it appears he's not going to be returning in this football game uh, one of our v uh, com- compadres, Gil Alexander, host of the Numbers game. You can see that 7-9 West Coast time. That's 10 to noon over on the East Coast. He bet Seattle money line plus 106 late in the first quarter with the Seahawks up 7-3. to three. And we want to hear from you guys as well. Make sure to use the hashtag v Live Bet when you make a live bet during this game. And we'll talk about it here on the show. But first, let's break down Gil's look here taking the Seahawks on the money line after seeing a strong start from Preet Carroll's club.
5: Well, I think he's got to like the fact, even though this is going to get called back on that Smith scramble, he's got to like the fact that Seattle's been able to run the ball. Uh, Nine carries for 51 yards before that carry. Geno Smith, 10 of 10, you know, getting him on the edge and and letting him throw on the run. And he found some open receivers on that first drive. Will Disley, by the way, I think was somewhere near the 30 to 1 range for the first touchdown. So a lot of people kind of like Noah Fant in that market to say, Mm -hmm. okay, you know, the revenge game, because Noah Fan, of course, part of that Russell Wilson trade. (laughs) And everybody was like, wrong tight end here, wrong tight end. So, yeah, Disley was anywhere. I, I didn't see him any lower than 30, so... He got the first touchdown. I thought the other tight end, Albert O for Denver, was going to get the first touchdown. So usually in these primetime games, Femi, what I'll do is I will take shots kind of in the middle of the market with the tight ends. I won't always necessarily go with the obvious guys. So we know that Russell Wilson, I think, wants to look for his tight ends. He hit the guy back for two big catches on the first drive. And then Albert O got some yards on the last drive. I have Albert O, by the way, over 29 and a half receiving yards. The other prop I have Javante Williams over 82 and a half combined rushing and receiving the receiving prop actually got hit early for Williams today
4: but let's talk about some of the live betting keys that we wanted to focus on here for this game because we were talking about this earlier this afternoon say hey what do we want to dial in on here when we're betting this game live and one of the things that you brought up was the Seattle rookie offensive tackles handling this Denver pass rush with Randy Gregory and Bradley Chubb there so far how have you seen Charles Cross and Abe Lucas hold up and protection. well and and so far so good actually for these guys haven't allowed a sack uh,
5: not really a lot of pressures so I don't even see any quarterback hits necessarily registered for these guys they had a chance
4: on the touchdown but they the did. didn't wrap him up they <laughs>
5: did and and look uh, the two rookie tackles that we are referring to Charles Cross out of Mississippi State Abraham mm-hmm. Lucas out of Washington State both those guys by the way played in air raid offenses so that kick, by the way, 49 yards is good. We'll update that momentarily. Now, 10-3, to 3, your score, 720 left to go in the first half. But back to what we were talking about with the offensive line. Charles Cross played for Mike Leach at Mississippi State, mm-hmm. air raid offense. Abe Lucas actually played for Mike
4: Leach I think he recruited at Washington I State. Lucas
5: back and was and actually played for Nick Rolovich in his one year up there in Pullman. Where <laughs> that's a, It's a run and shoot, one year. We don't need to get into why. But yeah. But uh, Rolovich runs that run and shoot that he learned from June Jones, Mouse Davis, part of that tree. So there's some similarities, but there's also some different nuances in the protection. And one of the things you see is that you're not only worried about going against Gregory and Chubb being that they are proficient pass rushers, but the fact that, the protections are a little bit different. When you're wanting a more Mm -hmm. conventional pro-style offense and you're not necessarily running tempo as much, uh, you're keeping it fairly balanced tempo. So they've held up so far, but, you know, you never want to go in starting two rookie offensive tackles, but Cross in the third round, Lucas in the third round. uh, So both these guys, I think, have potential, but obviously getting a test in their opener, a welcome to the NFL, but so far so good.
4: Yeah, and the key that I was looking for in this game here was to see how Denver's front seven would handle Seattle's rushing attack because if you know anything about Pete Carroll, it's that he loves Mm -hmm. to run the football. And so far, you pointed it out there, Wes, Seattle has – 51 yards on nine carries, mm-hmm. so they've been able to find success and run the ball efficiently here, which is why they're probably in this football game and leading this football game 10-3 to 3 here midway through the second quarter and, and the live get- number right now. is Actually, Denver is the favorite yes. at minus 120 after the Seahawks had to settle for a field goal.
5: Yeah, what you see, too, with live betting, especially in the NFL, field goals really are kind of like, at, you know— they don't really move anything. Uh, they they don't really make a difference. I guess uh, the live traders adopt the kickiness for losers, even though they kind of had to. It's what fourth and twenty something. Yeah, so so, yeah, that penalty put them back. Uh, yeah, the only time really Seattle did not run the ball well was that fourth and one that they went for it on the previous drive to this last one mm-hmm. where Geno Smith slipped on the turf and just didn't get it quite over the line. But I agree with that decision for Pete Carroll to go for it. You were down there. You're early. You got the crowd. This crowd, I I was uh, in our little green room in our office here at Circa and turned the volume up a little bit on it. and It was noisy. I mean, it was noisy for that. It was noisy for the Manning brothers. You couldn't hear. I mean, they're playing the booze, (laughs) and they're just kind of letting it tell the story. But, uh, you know, that's the thing is that these guys, Seattle's going to get into it. And we talked about the fact that last week – some of these teams that everybody crapped on all summer were going to win in week one. We saw that with Chicago yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw we we should have saw it with Houston. Houston really should have won the game. Shame on Lovey Smith, by the way, for punting there with 20-some seconds left. I mean, what are you trying to do? I mean, you, you, you got you to go for it, I think, there. But anyway, I digress. So we are back and uh, currently
4: Yeah, – yeah, Let's take a look at yes. the drive results here because right now the favorite outcome for the Broncos – on this drive is the punt at plus 130 touchdown is plus 190 field goal attempt plus 275 turnover turnover on downs or safety at plus 650 and this is kind of the i guess second pure drive for the broncos Mm -hmm. the seahawks scored the touchdown drive to where they're at least starting in decent field position the other ones have been backed up trying to drive the ball down the length of the field here so i'm curious to see how nathaniel hackett attacks this series because Oftentimes in this game, early on here, we've seen Denver behind the sticks, Mm -hmm. which is not what you want when you're going to be against a raucous crowd in this kind of unique environment with it being a revenge situation.
5: Yeah, I want to see who gets targeted on this drive. By the way, there is a second touchdown scorer market up there at DraftKings. Javante Williams, your favorite, 4-1. to Jerry Judy, plus $5.00. Portland Sutton, 550, Melvin Gordon, 6-1. Gordon's got some carries tonight. And even though Williams, I think, is clearly the number one. Albert O, 9-1, KJ Hamler, 9-1. And then, of course, they also have they have Denver, obviously, favored in all those. So you got to go down all the way to 14 to 1, or 9-1, rather, if Hamler. Uh 14 to 1 with Rashad Penny, 15 to 1 with DK Metcalf, 18 for Tyler Lockett. So that's price with the team accordingly that does have the ball. So we shall see. Uh, Denver, Nathaniel Hackett said he was going to use four tight ends tonight, and so far he's used a couple. Beck has got a couple catches. Albert O has a couple catches. Uh, they tried to hit Williams there, but nothing doing. No gain on that play.
4: And this note from Ian Rapoport of NFL Network, Jamal Adams is doubtful to return with a knee injury. We saw him in the broadcast being carted off so it doesn't look like Adams is going to come back now with a new safety in the game here maybe some of those tight end props that you were talking about we can maybe take advantage of some of those even in the live markets here as mm-hmm. Jamal Adams will be out and he's just Adams isn't known for covering but at least he has some experience Playing on the back end of the defense.
5: There. Yeah, no question. Uh nine yard game, by the way, for Williams there. And that's what I think that they have to do, get him involved in the screen game. And that's why I like that 82 and a half combined over rushing and receiving. So it, it,
4: does it uh surprise you that we haven't seen Sutton or Judy or Hamler? They have not targeted a receiver in this game, and we're almost through the first
6: half.
5: Yeah, I think a lot of it too is that Russell Wilson's gotten some pressure. When you force him to go to his left you can see that that gets him in trouble. When he gets to the ride and gets on the run, he's going to complete that pass and make a big play more often than not. So, Denver going to try to convert a third and short here. We'll see if uh, maybe they try a little bit of a dump off to Williams here who's lined up on the
4: right. Yeah, well, they're going way downfield, and there's your first target to a wide receiver. Yeah. That's going to be Jerry Judy, who might score a touchdown on this play and will score yes. a touchdown on this play.
5: Went up Jerry to his highest 6-1, to one, by the way, to be the next touchdown score.
4: Russell Wilson heard us calling for it. The sports book is loving it, as we see a Cortland Sutton fan right behind us here at Circle. We're just getting warmed up on VEASAN Live Bet tonight. We got a good one in the Pacific
3: this is VSim Live Bet tonight with Femi Abefae and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network.
4: Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSIM Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VSIM show hosts and guests, 24-7 video, season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long, Pro tools like our exclusive betting splits and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and being a part of the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is v live bet tonight. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out at the Circle Resort in Casino, and we have a 10-10 ball game late in the second quarter up in Seattle between the Broncos and the Seahawks. Right now, the Broncos favored by three and a half on the live number here, and the Seahawks, who just begun this drive, their odds to punt are minus 125, touchdown plus 350, field goal attempt plus 370, turnover or tur- turnover on downs or safety, at plus 425, the Broncos were able to cash their plus 210 mm-hmm. to score a TD on the previous drive here. But Wes, I want to talk to you about are the Seahawks, if, you're, if you bet the Seahawks pre-flop, do you have any moment of concern after seeing the big play touchdown for the Broncos and after all the goodwill that the Seahawks have built up in this half sitting here tied? with Denver not really playing their best game? Well, mild
5: concern, I I guess, because you didn't want them to give up a big one here. But if they continue, even though Penny, if he would have made a man miss there, that would have been going deep there. So Darby with the tackle. Denver, by the way, minus 4, minus 115, plus 14, minus 115 on the Seattle side. So you know, moderate concern because he did hit one Russell Wilson, even though the throw really wasn't very good. It was a little bit wobbly to Judy, but Judy took it to the house. So Judy, by the way, anytime TD, I think was a dollar twenty on the plus side. That mm-hmm. gets there. He is currently over his receiving yards already with just that one catch for sixty-seven yards. So. Seattle gets bailed out there, a uh, penalty. That's one thing that I think has got to concern you for yeah. Denver already. Seven. Almost almost seven, seven penalties now, yes, for over <laughs> 70 yards in the first half. So, you know, people thought, okay, Seattle, they're they're a little bit less down, and maybe they're going to be the one that's undisciplined. But seven for 71 already, so they got to take advantage of it. Gino has been very efficient, by the way, 13-13 uh, oh, for 101. So he is the reason why this game is tied, so – now they get him on a play action again. Ooh. That's his first incompletion of the night. Hey, I just mushed you, Gino. Sorry.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's what we're doing. We're, we're mushing all the narratives. Saying, yes. Hey, they haven't targeted a receiver. Next play, touchdown to Judy. Hey, Gino Smith hasn't had an incompletion. And he just airmails it in the flat to Rashad Penny there. But I, I think so far the game has been played at Seattle's pace, mm-hmm. which is I think what you would want if you're a Seahawks better. We saw Gil. He bet the Seahawks at plus 106 live there on the money line. If you guys have any bets, hashtag VEASAN live bet. I'm holding a Denver minus three and a half ticket. I'm not super comfortable right now with that just because I think Denver have not shown an ability to stop the run for Seattle until they do that. They're not going to be able to pull away from this team in this game. So I think this is going to be a closely played game as long as Seattle continues to be mistake free and to make plays like they just did there.
5: Yeah. One of the things Seattle's got to do is try to stay a little bit ahead of the change. You don't want to get second long, third and long, but nevertheless, uh, Nice ball there from Gino to Goodwin. So Goodwin, I, 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 he wasn't up there really on the list. He probably went he over not. his yards there. Just uh looking at this. Will Disley, obviously, with that big touchdown, he went over his yards and cashed the big thirty to one plus on the uh on the uh, first touchdown of the game. Like I say, take shots with tight ends in some of these primetime games. Uh although be it they took a shot with Noah Fant and not Noah Dis or Will Disley, <laughs> rather.
4: The longest touchdown to be scored in this game was Broncos minus one forty, and that was a sixty-seven yard TD. They're the leader in for the clubhouse right now, yeah. and maybe we'll see a kickoff return for a TD or an explosive play on the Seattle side. But mm-hmm. uh, Denver's looking pretty good on that one right there. Getting
5: Gino on this play action and getting him on the move. Seattle, uh, uh, Shane Waldron with a nice game plan here and calling a nice first half, I think, for the Seahawks. Uh, get them going one way, get a little misdirection, and that's kind of what you want to do. It's not necessarily schoolyard ball, but you saw it a little bit with the Bears game. When they started to do that with Justin Fields, they were able to move the football. And obviously Seattle knows that they got two rookies there at the tackle position, but uh, they haven't really been
4: challenged yet. The live total right now sitting at 49, the Seahawks just on the edge of the red zone. This closed 43 and a half. And it's playing like a game that's going to mm-hmm. go to the over there. 43 and a half being the total. I can see this easily being a 24-20 kind of game. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. But – I just I don't know if these defenses are really up to the task. Mm-hmm. Denver can't stop the run, and then Seattle, if they can't get pressure on Wilson, he's been able to pick his targets, yeah. even if it's dumping it down underneath those good skill positions. And there. this kid did get bet from the opener too. It was forty one on mm-hmm. the
5: opener, got bet to
4: 44, forty four, forty four and a half. We're seeing why now,
5: seeing forty seven and a half currently.
4: Yeah, we're definitely seeing why as to what they got bet to the over there as Geno Smith. Wow, another nice touchdown pass for Geno Smith. And who is this man? <laughs> That's Parkinson. Colby Parkinson. He was he was a a 30-year tight end there. Kobe Parker uh, Now I'd I, I have out to, of Stanford tight end you. I would I have it. to look. They are tight end you. Too. I guess uh, Notre Dame might have that that uh, yeah. look as well they put boy, some good boy, ones
5: in there. Boy, all the Noah fan anytime touchdowns people
4: are like <laughs>
5: <laughs> they're they're just aggravated because they are going deep within the vault tonight.
4: I was gonna say, do we have Colby Parkinson's? Uh, I don't. Anytime I, 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 I don't score? even have
5: him. I will. I will look for that and see if I could find that. I know that. Well, I don't know if we went that deep for any time touchdown, but we've seen Will Disley. This is a team, by the way, with uh, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf and Rashad Penny, and it's been Will Disley and Parkinson, so Colby Parkinson. As, as Colby Parkinson. By the way, that is something I think to really look out for Denver this year. Their defense, I know they're still kind of doing the Vic Fangio thing with the new coordinator at a 3-4, but tight ends can get money against Denver, and you're seeing it so far in the first half, and these are not exactly elite tight ends, so that's something Denver's going to have to shore up. It's like, oh, by the way, we have Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller in our division, and we got to play those guys twice. we got to play the Chargers group
4: twice, so they're going to have to tighten that up big time. So before that Seahawks drive, the line was Denver laying four or three and a half, depending on where you shop. I believe it was at four at DraftKings. Now the Broncos are down to one point favorites. Mm-hmm. The total has skyrocketed. We talked about 49. Now yep. it's 53,
5: 53 yep.
4: on the total there, minus 115 each way. I think this game is going to be playing would be over here. And that goes without saying, as you see 27 points on the board here, and we're not even through this first half.
5: We we will look at the second half, by the way, when we get to halftime, because, uh, you know, sometimes you can go oppo taco on these and you did pretty well. If you did that yesterday, unless it was the chiefs, Arizona game, and then they just kept scoring. So not every game is like that, but we will look and then we'll look at the market, kind of compare what the numbers are. But, Yeah, so far, uh, a very good offense, uh, really, from both teams. And as the Seahawks, 219 yards, averaging 7.8 a play, 11.1 for Denver for yards per play. So when you have those type of numbers... You're not exactly want to go to the under, but obviously everything's bettable if you get the right number.
4: Denver's only run 18 plays Mm -hmm. in this game, which is crazy. Now,
5: now, now that that 67 was from Jerry Judy, so take that out, and that would be 17 for 133. But still, that's over seven yards a play, even if you take out the the Judy big gainer.
4: Well, I like that you brought up the maybe going oppo taco there for the second half because I think if Seattle holds a lead – heading into this second half. And the Broncos will start with the ball uh, in, in this game here. But if Seattle holds a lead in that second half, I think they're really going to try to slow the tempo down. Pete Carroll loves to grind games down to mm-hmm. a halt and really try to just take the air out of the football. And I think that's something that could play toward the under here if we get a reasonable enough line that's posted for the second half.
5: Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. So, I mean, that's always where I look first. But... With, with these gains, we'll see what Denver does here in terms of contending. Just look at those numbers for Geno Smith. 17 of 18 for 164 and two touchdowns. Uh, Drew Locke who? Uh, uh,
4: sh- Drew Locke, shoot. Uh, Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes. We're talking about Drew all these Drew Locke guys. is
5: locked in the G- locker room right now.
4: Geno Smith might have the best first half of a quarterback we've seen through week mm-hmm. one so far. And, and that doesn't bode well for this Denver Let defense. Let Geno cook. I mean, they're letting him cook. The, maybe Russell Wilson would still be there if this was the game plan that they had there. But uh, all jokes aside, Geno Smith has looked terrific in mm-hmm. this game. And and that was the question mark for Seattle. We, we knew the offensive line was young. We knew the wide receivers were experienced and pretty good there with Metcalf and Lockett, as good a duo as you'll find in the NFL. But they had a quarterback competition between two guys who were perennial backups mm-hmm. in their careers. And so far, Geno Smith has lived up to being QB1 for Seattle. And Pete Carroll. A lot of the fans in Seattle wanted Drew Locke because they said he had the higher upside. Well, it doesn't get much higher than what we've seen from Geno Smith so far here in this first. No,
5: half. it doesn't. And uh, and he's been performing well and been up to the task. Good game plans by the offensive coordinator Shane Waldron, who run the play action, get him outside a little bit. Don't let him be a statue. I think they know that they've mm-hmm. got two rookie offensive tackles, so don't let those guys don't let those guys get bull
4: rushed and get him outside. And that's what they've done so far. So right now over at DraftKings, the Broncos drive result is plus 135 on the touchdown. Field goal attempt plus 210, punt plus 215, and then turnover turnover on downs or safety sitting at 8-1 to one, as we will tick toward the two-minute warning up in Seattle. But just some numbers to food for thought. And maybe when we come back on the other side, we'll find if we can get some value here for this Broncos drive result. But this is shaping up to be a pretty good game on Monday Night Football. The Seahawks leading the Broncos 17-10 to in this game around a pick over at Draft.
3: This is v Live Bet Tonight with Femi Ababafe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on v the sports betting network.
4: Kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for every line, boost, and special. Lace up for week one with Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and Touchdown Insurance offers every Sunday. All season long, build a parlay of at least four legs, and if it loses, get your stake back as a free bet up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday Night Football and get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. Head to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is v live bet tonight. Femi Bebfe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Right now, the Seattle Seahawks lead the Denver Broncos 17 to 10 with about 48 seconds left to go in this first half. Denver's favored by one over on the live line, total sitting at 51. But our good buddy, Ben Wilson, has placed a live wager here in this contest. He is going over. 26 and a half on a Broncos team total here. Uh, He states that the yards per play for Denver has been really good. They're getting whatever they want on the ground. Plus the Jamal Adams injury has an impact going forward. So that's Broncos team total over 26 and a half in game. He also has Seahawks plus seven like you did as well, Wes.
5: Yeah. And uh, Ben, if you're listening, you got to say, call for the screens. Even though they get a nice pass, there's a target to Cortland Sutton. There he is. He is going to get them just outside the red zone. But they can screen Seattle to death and that's mm-hmm. really what they've been doing. They've hit Williams on a couple nice first down gains doing that. So, uh, Denver should definitely continue to do that, but uh, you know we talk about Gino cooking. Russell Wilson hadn't been bad. I know that touchdown was a wobbler, but oh, yeah. the result matters. You know it's all about the results. So <laughs> the kitchen's eight, open. Eight to twelve for one sixty-six, and that was even before that thirty-yard reception. So now nine to thirteen for one ninety-six for Russell.
4: Wilson. So right now at DraftKings, the Broncos are three-point favorites. Is this a situation to where you should maybe bet Denver? with the chance to double up there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I was going to say, not if he catches that interception. But this is a situation with 33 seconds on the clock, two timeouts for Denver here, Mm -hmm. and they're just on the edge of the red zone. Yeah, They could theoretically score a touchdown right here, leave Seattle with no time. Denver also gets the ball back to start the third quarter. If they score another touchdown, they could double up here. So would you entertain possibly laying the three here with the Broncos down by seven right uh, now. I am not going to. I'm going to
5: wait to see if maybe Seattle can hold them to three here mm-hmm. on second and ten. And, uh, you know, then all of a sudden, 17-13, you're going in the locker room with the lead. And, you know, that'll change it a little bit. You would expect probably Denver to be seven, though, in the second half if they uh, score to three here. Yeah.
4: It's 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 a fascinating thing that uh, Russell Wilson just gets sacked yes. right there by Cody Barton. It, it's fascinating to kind of anticipate when you're live betting just because these situations in football games present themselves, Mm -hmm. and sometimes they're reflected in the market, sometimes they're not reflected in the market. Now, the algorithms are always attached to whatever the closing line was, but if there's a situation to where Denver doesn't have to give the ball back to Seattle and they can get two touchdowns. That definitely is a thing. Oftentimes I feel like we see a lot of games swing that way based on what happens at the end of the first half and what happens at the beginning of the second half. Yeah, because it gets baked in in the
5: number, especially like if you get a late score, then it's going to maybe be a tax and then you can go under. You know, we kind of saw that with uh, that college game that we did a couple Thursdays ago, mm-hmm. Penn State and Purdue, where Penn State was getting out yarded. Purdue turns it over. Penn State gets a long play, and all of a sudden, it's a eleven point lead for Penn State, even though they probably should have been down in the game. So, yeah, it is deceiving a little bit because people remember because what do they hear from these announcers that are not second half betters, not even betters anyway? They're like, oh, they've got the momentum. play against that more often than not, because more often Mm -hmm. than not, that is not going to be true. So uh, third and 18 is uh, Russell Wilson gets a little backhand pass, a little Mahomes-ish sidearm there to uh, Javante Williams. So, See if Denver goes ahead and kicks here. I believe that they will. uh, They're going to milk it
4: down to about four seconds.
5: Yeah, they're going to take the three here. By the way, Cortland Sutton on that 30-yard pass, it was over 22.5 yards for longest reception. So easily hits there. We'll try to update all these props, by the way, throughout
4: the night. Yeah, Judy and Sutton have gone over those longest receptions here. Uh, Right now over at DraftKings, they actually have a second-half number already posted at DraftKings, and we're about three seconds away from the second half, and halftime is game time here on VEASAN Live Bet tonight Mm -hmm. where we can really dive in and dissect the numbers and also dissect what we've seen on the field as well. But early look, just a little bit early peak, Wes, is Broncos six and a half.
5: Yeah, the in in play right now is minus two. This Mm -hmm. is assuming that they're going to go ahead and make this three here and then essentially 13-17. to 17. So Broncos would be minus 2.5 in the in play, so 6.5. So that makes sense. Uh, McManus, by the way, 84% from 40 to 49 yards. Uh, we'll see if he increases that percentage. He'll have to wait a minute, though, because uh, like the uh, godfather of Beaston Brent Musburger, would say, time out. <laughs>
4: uh, this is a situation to where Pete Carroll is icing the kicker, right now as we sit. In the, and, I, and I don't blame him because you can't take the timeouts into the into the locker room. You don't get to carry it six over to the second half there, so you might as well use yeah. it in that situation. And, and the fact that you brought up that stat there, now McManus I feel like is going to miss this field goal. But like I think he's going to miss this field goal. That always happens. That that it,
5: it is the – as you're, if you're second screening us and watching and have the broadcast on another screen, that always happens. The Chiron jinx, when they show the graphic, it's like – He's
4: 95% from the foul line. Clank. Well, at last look that I saw, I see I saw a minus 650 there for him to make the field goal, and he goes yeah. ahead and makes it, punches it through. By, that's yeah. not even a sweat there. You got to right, say, man, this
5: guy kicks. I know he's at altitude, he's, he's but this guy good. kicks like 65 yards or so. Picked halftime now in Seattle at Lumen Field, 17 to 13.
4: We'll get the halftime line momentarily. Oh, we uh, have one, baby. Yeah. We do. We have one over at DraftKings as we've gone to halftime 17-13, like Wes mentioned, in favor of the Seahawks. Broncos laying 6.5 minus 125. Yeah. Now, that number was 7, but I think a lot of folks yeah. went ahead and bought it So, on so that monitors,
5: by the way, if you're looking at the in-play, because the in-play right now at DraftKings minus 2 in the hook – minus $1. twenty, so six and a half, obviously, because they're down four, so it's going to be pretty much the same. But we're going to go ahead and look also in the market and kind of uh, compare different books mm-hmm. around town and overseas and, and also throughout the country and uh, see what we can find,
4: see if we can get any tells from the market. Live total at DraftKings is 22 and a half yeah. for the second half. Is that what you were anticipating, or does that seem maybe a, t- well, a touch low?
5: Well, uh, just looking, uh, the first half total, by the way, was 20 and a half. That was the low, actually, here at Circus Sports. It was 21 pretty much globally in the market. So, look, you go over the total by two scores, and what what did this close? This closed, I believe, 44. 40, 43 and a half is what Yeah, the yeah and there were some 44s open, 41, 41 and a half. So, you know, you got a, one thing you got to look at for the second half as well Is if a guy, if people got the best of the number, especially if they got 41, 41 and a half, 42, you know, and got the better of the close, sometimes you will see the second half under get bet because they're trying to work middles. Mm -hmm. And that's what you'll see. And there were middles galore, by the way, yesterday. If you were paying attention in the second half, not only on sides, but also on total. So, uh, like I see uh, uh, Chris, uh, they are going to go with 23 for the second half as their opener, so that would yeah, make it that's 53. Why, yeah,
4: so 22 and that, it felt a, a touch low for yes. me, every DraftKings, so I think
5: that... So now we look to, to see who takes a pop at it, because they're mm-hmm. usually the first in terms of the uh, faraway place market, shall we say, <laughs> and then they're also very similar to DraftKings, 6.5 minus a dollar nineteen. so that pretty much mirrors what DraftKings has.
4: You know, these numbers, as we're populating them all throughout the market, we have the DraftKings numbers as well, the total is really what fascinates me, and I think it's mm-hmm. a lot of it is dictated mm-hmm. on what happens on this opening drive for the Denver and, Broncos.
5: And i got to jump in here because I said that 23, that was the opener, mm-hmm. like minus 115. Now you see it get immediately bet to 23 over minus 135. So what happens? A lot of the books are going to look at Chris, and they're going to mm-hmm. say, okay, what did they open, and who took a poke? Like somebody takes a poke at it. Somebody's Johnny on the spot. So now what you're starting to see are some 23 and a halves out there because they see okay that juice is going here we go and you're seeing a lot of 23 and a halves basically pop up on
4: the screen now yeah well DraftKings still has 22 and a half but now it's now it's 23 just went to 23 yes as we we're talking right there minus 110 uh, but yeah. for a little while, they had yeah. 22 and a half these, while Yeah, these
5: shops, you know, sometimes they'll play follow the leader, you know, whoever's out first. And I feel like this ca- is a kind way of saying something else. Well, 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 I'm not. T- I'm not. I mean, I'm serious. What That's what they'll do. Yes. And we're, we're being <laughs> honest about it, and there's no shame in it. Yeah. And look, sometimes, you know, it's easier to like bet when you're betting on a computer or on an app before you get the people at the counter and you put it up. So it's pretty much 23 and a half. Now, here's where you can see when I talk about resistance point. What's the resistance point on this total? The resistance point on this total is now clearly 24 because the the, uh, faraway place that I mentioned went to 24 but juiced it to minus 120. So that tells you 24 is kind of a key number because that would make it 54. So now you see that juice the under, just as I say that circa goes to 24. I was going to say. Uh, and, and so does MGM. So I expect they're going to take a pop on that under, and you're going to see 24 under minus 115, minus 120. That's just what you kind of want to look for with these mm-hmm. when you're comparing because – books are monitoring that are not only monitoring their own action but they're monitoring the screen out there to see what the competitors and the other people in the market cuz they don't want to hang up a cookie and get exposed
4: well there's 24 is at a number of places now here in Las Vegas 23 and a half still being the dominant number in the market but 24s here in Vegas are Mm -hmm. sitting there. So uh, during the break, we're going to have to talk about this thing. We're going to talk about it as well on the other side to see if the total going under this number, because now that it's at 24, like you mentioned, the backstop, Mm -hmm. I think the under would possibly be the play. I don't see 24 and a half being uh, the number here in the near future. Come on back. We're going to break down this second half line between the Seahawks and the Broncos.
3: This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Ababafe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network.
4: Welcome back. This segment of VSIN Live Bet Tonight is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine. That have helped millions of people lasting change by offering smoke free and spit free satisfaction. Zinn understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zinn will be there for you. Check out Zinn Nicotine Patches at Zinn.com. That's ZYN.com. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back. This is Visan Live Bet Tonight, where we pause for the cause. Femi Bebfe alongside Wes Reynolds here. Halftime between the Broncos and the Seahawks. The Seahawks lead at 17. 17- to 13 west and we were talking during the break about this total mm-hmm. and how 24 appears to be the backstop yes. here for the second half total the draft it's 23 and a half 24 has been really where a lot of the market entry on the under comes in and we also got involved at, at, at that number as well.
5: yeah we're both gonna take a crack here under 24 for the second half i just think that you know you're gonna see some adjustments i think uh you're gonna see these teams especially if it stays a close game Pete Carroll is more than willing to grind this out. And I think with Denver, you know, even though they found a couple long passes down the field, I think they want to run it a little bit more. They only ran it nine times and they Mm -hmm. do it 15. I think that maybe Nathaniel Hackett does want a little bit more balance, but one of the things they might not do if they don't get a lot of carries, you're going to see them, I think really try to attack that screen game. And that's what they're going to be looking to do for the second half. And then, uh, look, uh, 9.9 yards a play for Denver, 7.8 for Seattle. I don't think we expected this really out of either offenses, even though we did see the over get bet pre-flop and we didn't necessarily have a a play on that. But I think, you know, a lot of people will bet what they saw last and be like, oh man, you got to go over this game. And maybe they'll end up being right, but – I think 24, like we said, that's the resistance point in the market. You will have some middlers, and look, there is an opportunity to middle right now. 54, mm-hmm. even with the closing number at 43 and a half or 44, that's about a 10, 10 and a half point middle. And especially if you bet the the, the over on the opener, 41, 41 and a half or so, you've got about a 13 point or so middle here. So. You will often see guys be willing to do that because a lot of these totals you can't middle, and we saw it pretty much happen all day uh, yesterday in week one. So 24, uh, pretty much the uh, global marketplace, but I do see that uh, notable faraway place now take a dip down to 23.5, juiced to the under at Mm -hmm. minus 117. So is that a tell? I sure
4: hope so. (laughs) I hope it's a tell as well. So We're locked and loaded on under 24 here. Is there something that you want to see or anything that we might see here in this second half that might trigger an in-game bet for you? Because to me, I almost think to where it's if Denver scores a touchdown, Mm -hmm. it's probably not great for our second half under bet. Because I think then Seattle's going to stay aggressive. But if Seattle gets a stop here to start this third quarter, then I think we're going to start to see the Seahawks play at the tempo that they actually want to play at. Which is a little bit slower, yeah. a little bit more in a phone boots where they can lean on this run game that's a little bit that's been efficient so far here for thirty minutes. And that's play. also a good point that you made just briefly
5: there in terms of uh, what you want to look for second half as well because you'll also get some tells a little bit too because and I'll remind every time we do a game the team that gets the ball in the second half. If that's priced within the market, it clearly is right now because you're seeing minus 125. And I think, you know, people betting Seattle thinking, okay, water is going to find its level here. But like you saw that on a couple examples yesterday where a team that was the was the favorite and getting the ball and the, the one that had the lead at halftime, like I think it was 49ers. They were minus three. They were laying seven right at the close. And then they mm. were minus three. It was seven nothing. Bears had done nothing offensively. And you looked at the market and they weren't betting the 49ers. Mm. You know, some of like maybe more of the public stores like at, at, at Wynn here on the strip or at station casinos. And you could use some offshores. Bovada would be an example. They were betting them there, but they weren't getting any resistance. They weren't getting any backing in the market. So that kind of told you, hey, maybe the Bears are live here. I'll take the Bears essentially plus 10. So that's something that you always got to consider because they're going to price that in the market a little bit, the team that gets the ball in the second half,
4: and see if they're juicing that very heavily. If they are not, Something's amiss. <laughs> yeah, something might be amiss. The Seahawks are about to kick the ball off to the Denver Broncos. Right now at DraftKings, the Broncos drive result. Punt is the favorite outcome at plus 135. Touchdown, plus 190. Field goal attempt, plus 280. Then turnover, turnover on downs, or safety is at plus 600. Wes, call it now. What's the end result going to be for Denver on this drive? On this drive, I am going to say Denver punts. You're going to go with punt? I'll say field goal attempt at plus 280. That's what I'll play. I think they drive it now, into the now, territory.
5: Now, by the board. way, these are guesses here. We yes, did, not, yeah, we're we not, did
4: we're, not bet these. We not betting these. We did bet the under with our own money at mm-hmm. under 24, but those are just some fun live bet tonight bucks that we're getting yeah. here on this, on this yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> like we
5: say with, with some of these flash props that you can get involved with as well, if you're new to this, don't, you know, I know it's a wave of the future here, this micro betting, but mm-hmm. don't empty the bank account. Uh, don't up. Uh, Bet your room and board money if you're a college student. Please I mean, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. I mean, kind of. Yeah, use this as a learning experience. Bet this small if you're wanting to get involved with this. Yeah,
4: live TD score over at DraftKings. Javante Williams is the favorite, plus four seventy five. Jerry Judy's at plus five or better, plus six hundred now for Jerry Judy. It's bouncing back and forth in the market as these numbers are changing based on mm-hmm. what's going to happen on this next play here. But I think this first drive really honestly dictates what's going to happen as the Seahawks yeah. get a nice little run stuff there a tackle for loss about three
5: Yeah, months. they they went with Gordon, and look, you got to do two backs, but there's a reason why Gordon, who, by the way, reunites with Russell Wilson. They played together at University of Wisconsin up there in Madison. There's a reason why they go with Williams and why Javante is kind of the guy, the running back one there in Denver, because he just got a boost, man. He's got more mm-hmm. scoots. Like, Melvin Gordon, I think at this stage of his career, maybe m- makes the tough yards, but... Not a
4: guy that you really see busting a lot of runs as uh, they lose two on that first play. Denver has been really explosive. They've been running the football as well. We've talked a lot about Seattle running the football. Denver's ran it well uh, here through about a half and some change in play here as the Broncos are averaging six yards on the ground. So both teams running the football really well in this game, which to me bodes if any of them were to get up by a couple scores, mm-hmm. I think the leads in these, in this game might be pretty safe. Right.
5: Exactly. So uh, Denver going to have third and long, and you could see their average yards to go, 10 yards to go on average tonight. So uh, that's why you see uh, some of these props. Uh, I know some of these like next touchdown props, they're moving them up a little bit. We'll see if Denver is able to continue
4: this drive. Yeah, third and four for the Broncos right now. And it's it's been a drive, and it's been kind of a helter-skelter, a little bit of a drive Is they find Corlin mm-hmm. Sutton there, and they've been explosive.
5: Yeah, a little bit of, little bit of cushion there from the uh, defensive back. They
4: definitely have. Denver right now, though, laying three, and if they score a touchdown on this drive, they will go up by three. Mm-hmm. Total at 54.5. Does it interest you to get involved on the Broncos here, or do you still think that Seattle is, even if it's only on the full game number, plus three, do you think that's a valuable bet? I'm holding or is them all, it all.
5: I'm holding hold off, off here hold because on for uh, here? Seattle uh, – you know, they've had to be on the field again, coming back out for the second half. So uh, just looking uh, at these uh, numbers, some of these flash props, now offensive score minus 220 as Seattle's moving the ball, picked up a couple first downs, and then uh, no offensive score plus 160. So that's what you're seeing there. Touchdown now the favorite to
4: 120. Is there anything that's seen that you've seen so far through this game that has surprised you? on either side of the ball. It could be anything that we've seen so far. Well,
5: maybe game. maybe the fact that Geno is 17 of 18 and has only missed one pass. I mean, but I think the game plan was very good to kind of get him out of the pocket and do a little play action, a little bit of misdirection. I'm not surprised that Seattle has been successful, although they've only run the ball 10 times, but five and a half per clip. I know that was one of your keys. Mm-hmm. You mentioned at the top of the program that you know, I want to see how this Denver rush defense, cause it seems a little bit gettable. They run that three, four, a new coordinator kind yeah. of running that Fangio scheme. I guess the other surprise was one of my keys of the game, uh, to be honest with you in terms of the fact that Lucas and, uh, and cross, cross have held yeah. up and you haven't really heard a lot of Bradley Chubb's name being called or Randy Gregory, but now, uh, now Denver very much on the move here. This has been mostly Melvin Gordon on this
4: drive. Yeah. It, it mostly has been Melvin Gordon here. Um, I thought earlier in the segment, you bring it up about how the the juice and all those things can kind of tend to to lead you to what the winner might be in the second half, shopping those things around and and shooting for some of those middles, like you mentioned throughout all of week one. I thought that was a really good tip for the audience to kind of jot that down and stow that away. A little bit for for their uh, yeah for their betting
5: absolutely uh, What you want to do, you want to see what this number opened at and what it's closed at. Have a little record, and if you have a line screen, or if you just want to write it down old fashioned on a pen and paper <laughs> here, keep a little log for this. And plus, there are some sides that'll tell you what sites that'll tell you what the closing number was, and then apply that a little bit and see you know what common scores are, and that's just learning the basic math and what the combinations are what these totals commonly land on you can find that information we talked about that mm-hmm. a little bit last week for college so definitely want to do that
4: and that was our pro tip for the hour we do one every hour on visa across every show so that means at least 20 every day they're all available for visa pro subscribers only at visa.com where you can sort them by sport and by show all right the broncos are driving it they have the ball on the 35 yard line the seahawks will see what the result of this drive is when we come back it's visa live bet tonight
3: It's football season and betters know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like vSIN and now's the time to become a vSIN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Only vSIN subscribers, vSIN subscribers, vSIN subscribers, vSIN sub-
2: Offer valid on Select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
0: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper?